analysis of Apple's peak performance announcements. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Headspace. Meditation made simple. Visit headspace.com slash macvoices for a free one-month trial. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. It is Mac Voices Live. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you join us in the chat uh, there. And if you forget about it tonight, or if you're listening to this after the fact, we do it every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you then, too, even if you can't be here tonight. Um, guess what? We're going to talk about Apple's peak performance event. There's a big surprise. Um, but before we do, I want to make just a couple quick announcements so folks know what's going on. Um, I, Jeff and I will be here for the first hour or so of the show. Then we have a commitment to speak along with Adam Angst at the Mac and Tech uh, Mac User Group in Colorado. So we're going to we're going to do our thing here, and then we're going to drop off at about 9 p.m. Eastern to go over there. But the group will continue. Um, Mr. David Ginsburg will a- act as um, host. So, uh oh, yeah. So for all, all you, oh, guys, you're going to be off the air so quick. Yeah, you Chuck, does out. he have your credit card? Does he have your credit card and other <laughs> yeah. things? So, so you I'm can sure it will go very, very well. Oh, yes. Oh, so you yeah. can start to ingratiate yourself to Mr. Most Ginsburg. Most of you have been on my show. You know how it goes. Yeah. So, so I'm so um, glad yeah. I've been nice to David. Yeah. <laughs> so this, um, we, we set up this user group appearance, you know, before Apple's event was announced, we couldn't let them down. We also didn't want to let you all down, uh, because so many of the folks showing up in the chat room are here every Tuesday. We really appreciate it. And we also felt we wanted to uh, dig into Apple's, uh, uh, peak performance event as well. And so this way we don't have to cut it down to an hour. Um, and you, you all still get your say. So after all that, um, let's go around the room, find out who's here, and then we'll get into it. Um, first time back in a long time, Mr. Mike T. Rose has joined us. Mike, it's great to have you. It's wonderful to be here with with this, such a, a distinguished crew of commentators, pundits, and uh, fonts of wisdom. Um, great to be back, Chuck. Uh, where, where, Mike? Are you looking at your monitor? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, Thanks for I leaving was, me out, Mike. I was glancing. <laughs> I was glancing at a at a a Hamilton poster I had over here. I'm sorry, I got ah. confused. So, okay, yeah, because we Easy all look mistake. so much like the, like that crew. <laughs> um, the soon to be uh, host of Mac Voices Live at nine o'clock tonight, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, welcome, and thank you for uh, doing taking over the hosting duties a little bit late. Thanks for having me, Chuck. Oh, happy to happy to step in. Uh, I have some big shoes to fill, but uh, I think we'll make so going to regret it. Uh, you are going to regret it. I'm so sorry, David, but thank yeah. you anyway. <laughs> Jeff Gammon is uh, is here, and he will be leaving along with me at 9 o'clock, so he won't get to see the carnage that occurs afterwards. Jeff, great to have you. It, it's always awesome to hang out with you and everyone else. I, I, I look forward to Tuesday every week because of this. Also... I've been on In Touch with iOS. I know what kind of ship Dave runs. And while everyone's thinking, ah, it's going to be carnage and chaos. Oh, people, this man is going to keep you so under control. You have no idea. (laughs) He he does have the mute button and the eject button. So, you know. Oh, he has the power. Yeah, exactly. 
Hey, also joining us after uh, quite some time, uh, Mr. Frank Petrie is back. Frank, it's great to have you. Oh, well, thank you. Everything under control? Apple, my health, and uh, just about everything, I think. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Andrew Orr is here um, with no drink in hand so far, anyway. Andrew, it's been oh, a while. Give so it time. Early. <laughs> We're betting on his beard. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Chuck. I'm glad to be here tonight. Exciting day today. Very exciting day. We will definitely get to that because that's all we're going to talk about. Um, sporting a very unusual background this time, Mr. Mark Fuccio. Um, Mark, is that Carl Sagan? I said Drew Orr is here. Um, with no Oops. So, yes, that is Carl Sagan. And people who have seen some of his shows, uh, people, I guess, the age of most people are on the panel probably remember him talking about billions, billions and billions, and billions of cosmic car stuff. But, uh, you know, I think uh, the news as we dig into it is, uh, you know, all of Apple's goodness today was made by all of the billions and billions of transistors. You know, they're able to design and manufacture on their processor chips. So uh, we'll have uh, interesting stuff to talk about. Terrific. Terrific. Guy Searle is here as well. He hasn't changed mics in, what, three weeks now, Guy? You, this you is must... the third week with the same mic. My oh, God. Wow. My, hand, my hands are starting to shake. <laughs> Who are incredible. you and what have you done with the yeah. real guy? Where's the guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll never tell. It's on a dare. It's just uh, Jim, a nice mic. Yeah. Jim Jim Ray is adjusting his cap. Um, I think it still needs more adjustment, Jim. Yeah, but I could tell you were going to talk to me, so. Okay. All right. All right. Still supporting the Ukrainian flag. Good for you. Good for you. Our thoughts, as we said last time uh, around, our thoughts go out to all of our friends uh, and all the, all the Mac, in the Mac and Apple community in the Ukraine. It's difficult times there, no question. No question. They're still hanging in. Yep. Yeah, but it's, I don't even, it's, yeah, it's just like a gut punch when you think about what they're going through. Yep. It really is. Um, sporting a completely new locale, Ms. Brittany Smith is here. Brittany, welcome. Your fuzzy mic has been relocated. I know, I had to move it, but everything else is all different and weird. Okay, well, that's all right. You're here. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. So, thanks for being Isn't here. this like the different and weird show? <laughs> it's it's a something show every tuesday night 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific yes so apple had their peak performance event today and there were a fair number of announcements there were a few of the predictions that came out right there were a few that came out wrong um there were a few surprises i think um and we're not going to necessarily belabor every single thing but the the one thing i did want to ask and i wanted to direct to Brittany. um what was your what was your thinking on the SE? Um on the iPhone that's SE. Fine for the SE. I have a mini. Okay. <laughs> didn't didn't tempt you at all? Oh no, no. I, I, I'm all about the, the flat sides. And also, um, unless they've changed it from its previous form factor, the mini's still smaller. Okay. Right, and the please. screen ratio is better. Yeah. Okay. But but I was tempted by the green mini a little bit. Oh, the fit green was pretty nice. Yeah. What the, alpine the, green? The alpine green. Alpine was pro. Oh, 
That's right. I forgot. There's a different green. I don't um, remember what they called it for the mini, but it's green. What would you call it, Jeff? Boba Fett Green. Boba Fett, Boba Fett Green. <laughs> I don't. I remember when I idolized that guy. Mandalorian, Mand- Mandalorian Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the name um, of the little Yoda guy? Gargu or Grogu? Oh, Grogu. Grogu. Grogu Green. Grogu Green would. Yeah. Be there you go. That's a good wow. one. Disney yeah. Plus would would be down their throats in a heartbeat. They yeah. yeah. That off. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I think. <laughs> but but you know there will be people out there putting little uh, ears on their on their new iPhones. I didn't you think I needed a new be. phone. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Now that now you want it, don't you, Brittany? Uh, um, you know, again, that that to me seemed to be the probably the the least of the announcements. Taking nothing away from it, was anybody super excited over the the revisions to the SC or to the uh, to the the green colorations of things? I know. Oh. Um, I just got a, a a new SE for my wife about two weeks ago. I I tried. I was like. There's probably one coming at the next event, but of course it hadn't been announced at that point. And her her first gen SE was was quickly dying, so it was like okay, so went ahead and b- bought the, bit the bullet and got it for. Her. So no SE three for for Tracy. So guy, what did you pay for that? Three ninety nine. Yeah, it was three ninety nine. Because the price the, did go up. The entry level today is up uh, you know, about yeah four twenty nine four twenty nine four twenty nine yeah. But it, yeah. honestly, if you were if you were going to choose between an SE two for three ninety nine and an SE three for four twenty nine, there is no there's there's no oh yeah <laughs> you That's know a, I mean, you're no going to go with with the SE three right there. I mean it's faster processor. Ever you know all the all the check marks are checked. So I would have gotten that if I'd known for sure it was coming. Has it been did fourteen it, did, days yet? Yeah, it has. It has, as a matter of fact. Did anyone check to see if they uh, discontinued the prior SC phone model? Yes, they did. They did. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I think really the, the big thing that's going to stand out definitely is the, uh, the, uh, the A15 processor is going to need some mass improvements for performance. I think those, those folks alone are going to see an improvement. Battery life is going to be huge too, because I have a family member who has the the, the previous generation, and I'm always seeing her plugging in an external battery, and just the battery is always dying on her. Um, but the, uh, uh, the the deep fusion, so you're going to have some better better graphics, and uh, the camera's a little more improved on it too. So, I mean, overall, I think Apple did a really good thing, and I know they're going to sell them like crazy, and, yeah, and it's really getting into the, it's going to be a solid phone. It's going to it's it's going, it's going, it's hitting the low end of the market, and you know. Uh, four twenty nine is that low end? Yeah, I mean, but not comparing to some of the really low end Androids. But I think it's going to entice more people to that who are are, look, are thinking about switching. They they might consider this phone down. And then five G, of course, is another thing too. That's 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 proof. E fifteen. Uh, one thing it's not going to have is going to have the, uh, the, the 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 ultra wide ba- the, the the top end band of the five G. So it doesn't have all the bands uh, on five G. It has most of them, but uh, not all of them. You know, do you think? Oh, good, good. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, so you know, when you look at this phone, uh, a lot of people look at it and think, okay, well, I guess that's an okay update for the for the SE. And when I looked at it, I thought, holy crap, this is an amazing update for the SE because when I look at that phone, I look at it as a phone 
that uh, is very popular outside the United States. So now people in countries where this is the phone that they've been able to uh, to get, it's not a second-class citizen. It's, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it is a full-on modern iPhone at, uh, at a lower price point. And I, I think this is going to be big for a lot of markets outside the U.S. Yep. Oh, just to make sure, correct myself, MM Wave is the band that will not be included in the iPhone uh, SE. Did anybody feel like the camera might be the best thing they did to this uh, to to keep it relevant and to keep it, you know, the, a phone that somebody at the the higher end of the low end market, whatever that means. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree I would with agree. that because I think, you know, the fact that it has... Uh, um, you know, the uh, processor that it does, the, was the A15? I don't think a lot. I don't think that means a lot to most people, but the fact that you have a better camera and all the stuff you can do uh, in terms of uh, taking uh, photos and uh, manipulating photos, I think that's a really exciting uh, capability. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, this seemed to be the thing that, you know, I because I, th- I, th- I think you're right, Mark. I'm not sure that the folks who are buying that particular phone are all that excited about the the chip, but the new camera, yeah. They're probably not excited about the chip, but Apple is giving them like a like a sleeper uh excitement feature. Wow, that sounds really weird. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> um by putting the A15 in there, they address something that they know about their customers that are buying this phone, which is that these are customers uh, uh, just overall, like around the world, that are more likely to hold on to the phone longer. So yep. what they did was gave them a nice little present by putting an A15 in there, which means that their phone stays usable and relevant much longer. Probably three to four years, easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and right now they're excited for the camera, but down the road, they'll be really happy that yep. as Absolutely. as new features are available in the operating system, their phones aren't left behind. Right. That and uh, from a supply chain perspective, if uh, capacity is limited at TSMC, it makes sense for Apple to try to you know, focus you know, as many as their devices on one or two uh, processor variants instead of having a wide range of you know, things of uh, different ages of different process technology. So um, I think that's also an input into uh, this decision. I think that this was way a bigger upgrade, both the camera and I mean, the processor is usually whatever one they just had, but also sooner than I would have guessed a year ago. I would have guessed they'd go three years between SE upgrades and they sort of surprised me and gave more than I would have expected. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Headspace. Headspace is meditation made simple. How are you today? Really, how are you today? We all say fine when we don't really mean it. Fine isn't really an emotion, is it? How many times have you told yourself you're fine when all you've really felt is anger or sadness or nerves? If you are saying that you're fine, but you're really not, then you need to try Headspace. I found Headspace easy to get into, and it really does make a difference. In the middle of an insane day, which seems to be most days right now, that little break that Headspace's many meditations provides helps me refocus on what's important. 
And those mini meditations are just where it starts. Struggling with bedtime anxiety? Try their sleep casts, immersive bedtime journeys that change every night. And for parents, Headspace even has morning mindfulness routines that you can do with your kids. However you are feeling, try Headspace at headspace.com slash macvoices and get one month free of their entire mindfulness library. This is the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash macvoices today. Headspace.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Headspace for their support of Mac Voices. How about the iPad? Uh, anybody really excited over this? Uh, because I know I saw a number of comments on Twitter that I, I am. I mean, yeah, okay. I, I, mm-hmm. I, so it, it just so happened that one of somebody on my team at work was had just requested an iPad, and I said, "Well, give give it a day, you know, give it a, give it a few days, so we can find out what's coming." And and when I saw the announcement today, I I really had to sort of scratch my head and say, "Well, why?" What exactly would make sense about getting a pro at this point right? versus the air? And it's the the rear-facing camera assembly is the is the dual camera, ProMotion screen, um, Thunderbolt 4 on the USB port. Um and face there's ID. like face ID face ID. And there's one other um there's you can use a smart keyboard you can use the folio which you couldn't with the previous model but that's what but i'm talking about what 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 differentiates the pro from the air still um and there's not well the pro has the m1 and the air has the a15 but no honestly you're right you're right they did put the m1 in there i'm sorry i apologize it's it's okay because it's confusing Mm. and and legitimately you know if you look at apple's um iPad comparison chart, there are very few features that are, you know, sort of that are gotcha features uh, that you would say, well, I mean, the screen size, larger, larger screen size is an option, obviously you can go to 12 inches uh, storage is higher. You can go up to two terabytes, but if I'm buying, if I'm trying to position this as a work device for my, for my colleague, he doesn't need the rear camera, the ultra wide camera. He doesn't need um, the extra capacity. What he needs is an inexpensive tablet that he can use for whiteboarding, for quick collaboration, for Zoom, for Google Meet, for document creation. This is the sweet spot. I mean, seriously, $599 for the 64 gig is great. And the least expensive uh, 11-inch iPad Pro is $200 more. You get more storage, but... None of those features to me for a work device add up to $200 worth of value. So he's getting an air. Um, and I think the air is that that is a, an incredibly compelling package. Those high end features are delightful. They're lovely. But honestly, the rear facing camera on the iPad, who, who among us is able to use that without looking like a total dweeb? Um, or, <laughs> I say or that your, all the time. Or your, your, your aunt at a wedding. You know, holding up to capture the to capture the Tarantella, it, like nobody can do that. So, so I think I'm I'm super psyched for the air. I think it makes it it gives a really yeah, nice. Like a dork. It, it's okay. I'm not talking about you, Dave. Talk about your aunt. I know. I'm just um, showing. Um, I think it gives a great He's option. Talking about you for the mid range <laughs> and for people who don't want the mini. So. I never take pictures of my iPad. Okay, so did anyone notice uh, during the? Uh, 
quick guide of uh, of, of the new uh, air, you know, they mentioned just very quickly one sentence in passing that you can use it you know, to develop and submit apps to the App Store. Yeah, the Swift it, playgrounds that they are updated and it, and it actually can be submitted right directly from the iPad, right? Yes, that's that was not a, new today. Is that new to the air? No, I think it's new to the. I thought it was new to the air. Well, they made it sound that way when they announced no. it. No, okay, no, okay. Since, so it's been since, there since with okay. Playgrounds, the new version came out a few months ago. Hmm. Well, maybe they're just highlighting it then. Yeah, yeah. Frank, I knew that I know that you've been kind of bouncing around about what new devices you might get or not get. Uh, did the did the new Air tempt you at all? I uh, don't think we have your audio, Frank. He's just doing the interpretive dance. I think he can hear us. Now, I love my Mac Mini. Oh, I traded in my Air. I traded in my AirPad Four for a Mac Mini. You mean, and you I couldn't be happier you mean, for, for an iPad Mini. I'm sorry. What did I say? AirPad Mini. You said Air. Yeah, you said Mac Mini. You so you went with the with, with the iPad Mini. Yeah, I've been minimalizing everything. I've gone down the iPhone 13 uh, mini, went down to the uh, Air uh, iPad uh, mini. And I think the only thing I'm going to stay a little, and it's the small end, is the 24-inch iMac if I buy it. Okay. Brian F. in the chat room says, I have a 2018 iPad. I've been thinking of changing out for a new iPad. The iPad Air looks enticing. Kind of wish I had, it had Face ID. Yeah, you know, well, that's always the thing. You know, they're as as Mike Rose was saying. You know, they they have to leave some of the features to push you to the to the pro. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not oh. sure. I mean, I I love my Face ID, but I'm not sure that if I didn't need it, did need or want everything else that the the pro offers, that that would be that compelling a a thing to have. I, I think. I it's, think I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead. I think that's fair. It can be fairly compelling. My wife has the air with the touch ID and especially now that they're supporting the uh, magic keyboard, the touch ID is in a really awkward spot um, for unlocking the device when it's on the keyboard. Mm. See, I, I mean, I'm still thinking about the last two years where everyone with a face ID device found their authentication technology effectively disabled, you know, 60 to 70% of the time. And I still use a, an iPad in situations, particularly when I'm commuting or on a plane where I'm wearing a mask and I probably will be wearing a face covering for the foreseeable future. New York subway commuters shout out. Um, a face ID is a non value on those devices when you can't use your face. So why shouldn't I save the $200 and get the iPad Air and do Touch ID when I know that the working environments I'm going to be in, Face ID isn't going to be dependably a thing I can use? Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Like It's funny because I have a Touch ID phone and a Face ID iPad, but I don't take the face id i don't take the ipad out very much because i'm not out a lot but when i do i definitely like oh yeah it doesn't you know it's inconvenient um and you know weird thing is they don't support the watch unlock with the ipad for some strange reason 
the watch isn't paired to the iPad. It's paired to the phone. Yeah, that's, that, so. that's why. I guess I don't care. Make it so. <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> watch, but the watch spoken like lock works on a watch unlock works with a Mac. So yeah, it works with a Mac. True. So that's so true. why not with a? Yeah. That's fair. It's a fair point. Touche. You know the the other thing too with uh, with the the iPad Air they introduced in the last model was the Touch ID on top of the power button, so it's not on this like the like the SC. So. It's a new technology. I think people were pretty thought that was pretty nifty the way they did that. I think Apple wanted to keep that, bring that over, and and, and probably distinguish it a little bit from the Pro because the Pro has Face ID and kind of what they're doing with the SE. You know, they're, 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 it still has a home button and it still has a touch. It still has Touch ID. So I'm I, I'm I'm going to leave the iPad for a second and just because we have we we started. The event started out, excuse me, talking about Apple TV Plus. Um, and what struck me about that, not as much the shows, but just the pace, you know, the pace that right out of the gate, I mean, Tim Tim hit the ground running and they really rolled through this. And we haven't even gotten to some of the bigger announcements. But you know, I thought it was interesting that they even gave, given how much they had to say, I thought it was interesting they gave Apple TV Plus and some of those things as much time as they did, and it was not much. Yeah, it was quick. I, I think the Apple TV Plus bit at the beginning was necessary, even though it wasn't the the big flashy part of the event. And that's because Apple still needs to remind people about Apple TV Plus's relevance. And uh, and showing off these uh, these movies with big name actors in them, and then showing off the whole baseball thing. And while I'm not into spectator sports, I totally appreciate the importance of uh, of being able to live stream spectator sports for for a huge number of people. Mm-hmm. So. Those were really important announcements, and uh, and they, they needed to be there somewhere, so they put them at the right place. Show them right at the beginning, get that bit out of the way. Now let's move on to the sexy toys. Well, it, it's it's honestly it's not that surprising because I mean one of Apple's fastest growing bits is services. Sure. So and and this was basically yeah. almost entirely a hardware kind of kind of event. And honestly, anything that uh, will let me see my Brooklyn Dodgers, I'm okay with it. <laughs> see, there you go. Well, okay, ironically, well, they're, ironically, they're having a, the, the baseball is striking right yeah. now. So. <laughs> yeah, good, t- good timing on that on their part. Well, that actually, it's a lockout, but it's a lockout. That's what I meant. It's like yeah. lockout. Well, but, the, you know, the, the end result is no one's playing baseball. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, and and guy, you know, with with all respect to you and your Brooklyn Dodgers, I mean, this was probably the least interesting thing for me. But it was. I know, I know, it's a big deal. I know it's a big deal, and it felt like, okay, is this Apple's first foray into streaming sports to have people start to think about it a little bit? That you know, they're not just an original content channel. They're not just a movie channel or uh, a. Uh, an original series channel that they will be a much more of a full service channel. I yeah. saw lock, lock in the, I'm sorry. No, I was to say lock in the USFL while you still can. Well, they just, <laughs> they're supposedly going to be picking up the Sunday football ticket, right? When it leaves a dish. 
Brian in the chat room says, is this the first time uh, live video will be on Apple TV Plus? I would imagine they would start to live stream their presentations there too, in addition to YouTube, et cetera. I think they already do, don't they? I, they're not going to, I don't think Apple's going to go live. back. I don't think Apple's going to go back to doing live events. Well, uh, I, don't, as far I, don't, as I don't see the point of it for them. For live streaming though. Um, yeah. Yes, they've been live streaming their their uh, media events right. through Apple TV Plus for a while now. Well, yeah. that's how I've been watching them. I, has it been through Plus? Speaking of streaming, did anybody yeah, it else shows have up as uh, as an event today? in Apple TV Plus? Yeah, but I'm sorry, I, Jim. I, I think the last time they had a live event, it was there was no such thing as Apple TV Plus. No, there wasn't. It was well, certainly yeah. it was before the pandemic. I mean, the, yeah. the pandemic is what kind of pushed them to to do it in the first place. And I of, think that the 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 chatter of it and the you know how well it's been received. And and let's face it, the live events took anywhere from half to twice as long as the events they're doing now, and they're still getting out the same amount of information. It's snappy. It, it just it just keeps rolling, and and everybody seems to uh, to enjoy it more. Well, but I, I agree with had... Jeff that I think this is necessary just to remind people. Uh, I know that I've let my Apple uh, TV subscription lapse, and there's a lot of new, in part because you know you know I saturated you know the content I was consuming, but there's now a lot of new stuff out there, and this is a reminder. And to the extent people like baseball, and I'm not a particular baseball fan, but uh, this is a great way to remind people, hey, we have all these great award-winning shows and all this great stuff, and you take another look and uh, you know, re-up and resubscribe or subscribe for the first time if you haven't. So uh, I think you had uh, just, just the right amount of time, and I, I agree with uh, Jeff that uh, starting at the beginning is quick and easy because at the end, everybody will be so uh, excited by all the hardware announcements that you know, they probably wouldn't be paying attention or in a mental frame to absorb uh, the information. But at the start, my notes were, okay, they had a review of all the great stuff. And then they had, you know, Friday night baseball. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, one so I can compress it even more that. than Mr. Tim Cook can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One quick thing to add to that. It was also important that Apple talk about Apple TV plus today because we are a day after when Apple TV Plus started rolling out on more devices than it's been available on before. For example, Comcast Flex got Apple TV Plus as a, as a pushed software update yesterday, and I believe a few other uh, streaming devices got it as well. So it was uh, timely to remind people about what Apple TV Plus offers. Um. Okay, so I guess then we go to the what seems to be the big news um, of the of the event, and start with the uh, M1 Ultra, mm. which, if if I understood it, and I think you know, it's pretty. It, the concept is pretty simple: is that it's basically two M1 chips fused together. Um, yes, and Twitter and, was full of jokes about both Human Centipede and also MK Ultra. <laughs> which, which was fantastic and, and props to rich siegel for being the first person i saw make that joke um but you know of course mk ultra was a was a tr truly a u.s government project which was involved in mind control experiments using 
Oh, uh, Apple. He's using Apple. Using using uh, psychoactive LSD, drugs, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, but M1 Ultra may give you weird visions and make you think you're seeing things. But no, it isn't. Yes, it is two M1 uh, Max chips stapled to each other, like you staple a a, a monkey to a to a hyena, um, and just and therefore getting getting all the refrigerator and a toaster. I'm sorry, I've got that metal picture in my mind now. Um, oh, sweet dreams! Using using an interconnect. In fact, Johnny Sergi referred to it as a secret feature, a secret capability of the of the M1 Max, which is that um, ultra fusion. Uh, silicon interface, 10,000 connections, 2.5 terabit, terabits or terabytes of bandwidth between the two chips. And most importantly, he didn't he didn't really hammer this home, but it is super important knowing all the work Apple's done historically to enable uh, multiprocessing and GPU processing as a as a system level uh, API and a system level library for applications historically. These two chips, still two chips, two CPUs, two two SOCs, appear to the OS, to the applications, to anything that is running on that system as a single chip. No it's the only way it would work. work. Right, it's the only way it would work. Um, so there's no there's no recompiling. There's no universal squared binaries that have to be generated. A an Apple Silicon or universal binary will run unmodified. Uh, presumably unmodified on the M1 Ultras. Uh, from everything we saw in, in the keynote, these chips are going to scream. And of course, you can only get them in a $4,000 computer, which we'll be talking about, I'm sure, very shortly. There was a lot to unpack and discuss from Apple's peak performance announcements. And so the Mac Voices Live panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices, it's the second part of three parts to pick up the conversation about the M1 Ultra and what it means for the future of desktop Mac computing. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by CashFly at CashFly.com.